putting today's action aside for a few moments as we dive into the fundamentals at DZS. The network equipment maker had a great year with the highest stock price since 2014. It's cooled off a bit as tech companies come under pressure. Let's dive into the latest numbers with the CEO. Joining us, Charlie Voigt is the president and CEO at DZS. Charlie, thanks so much for being here on the TD Ameritrade Network. Welcome to the show. Well, thanks for having me. Appreciate that and welcome. Let's talk, uh, firstly, just uh, your business in specific. Introduce yourself to our viewers that aren't familiar with DZS. I know that you're connected to fast broadband and 5G as well. Uh, who are your big customers and what kind of products? Yeah, so you're doing your homework. So, you know, essentially we're a, we're a technology company that is delivering platforms and software solutions that connect service providers to subscribers. And at the same time, we carry a lot of wireless and fixed traffic uh, across, you know, both the fixed and wireless broadband networks uh, around the world. I mean, we have 16 of the largest uh, service providers around the world that uh, uh, we're, we're proud to call customers. Uh, we have, you know, we do business with the three largest operators in, in Korea, uh, SoftBank and Rocketon in Japan, here in the United States, you know, AT&T and, and Lumen uh, are, are big customers as well. And uh, uh, Charlie, when uh, you're uh, selling into these uh, giants that we know and whose uh, services many people subscribe to, uh, these are uh, long-standing relationships. Uh, when you talk about growth in a transformational year, the word you used uh, to describe 2021, uh, does that mean you're getting more out of those existing clients or are you building out new uh, products or services to bring on new clients? Yeah, I mean, if you kind of look at what has transpired really since uh, the pandemic, uh, you know, there's been so much bandwidth pressure that has been placed on the service providers. Uh, that coupled with just a, a number of, of new mega trends that, you know, the industry is trying to digest. I mean, I know there's a lot of viewers that are trying to understand what the metaverse is and virtual reality and video gaming, but all these you know, mega trends have come with a, a lot of bandwidth requirements. And, you know, when when you had, you know, 6 billion people around the world that all of a sudden were working for home, you know, the network came under a lot of pressure. So, you know, the service providers around the world are, are accelerating their upgrade cycle from sub one gigabit to 10 gigabit. Uh, you, you've got a, a lot of, you know, dynamics that are going on with the evolution of the 5G network. It has a 25 times densification to what you know the uh, the 4G and 3G network had previously, so there's just a lot of need right now to uh, to to upgrade the network to be able to provide better services to subscribers at home and at the business, and and then you look at the hundred billion dollars in broadband stimulus funds that have been allocated, you know, with governments around the world that are really getting behind you know broadband. It's uh, it's it's been a great time for us. We certainly have seen a, a significant uptick. I mean, as you pointed out yesterday and even this morning. You know, the company had uh, has had six record quarters in a row. We've had four triple-digit uh, uh, bookings quarters in a row. We ended the year with $225 million in backlog. Um, you know, we posted the best bookings revenue quarter in the company's history in Q4. So it's been great. We added 105 new customers as, as well uh, hmm. last year. So it's uh, it's been an exciting year. Wow. Uh, it handily beat uh, uh, revenue expectations in this uh, trailing uh, uh, quarter. Also, you point out uh, that the company operates with no debt right now, Charlie? Yeah, so we, we ended the quarter with $53 million in cash, no debt. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're in the best financial position the, the company's ever been in. 
you know, we've got a pretty aggressive margin expansion plan underway, especially with a lot of the new software. Uh, we, we launched uh, what we call DZS Cloud in, in 2021. And, and what's unique about it is, you know, we're one of the very few companies that are, are able to offer some pretty complex network orchestration, software automation and service assurance tools for service providers to really monitor, you know, what's going on from the core network to the home. And then we launched what we call DZS Experience, which is a subscriber-based SaaS platform that really is enhancing what's going on inside the home to give the consumer uh, a much better Wi-Fi experience inside the house as well. Charlie, how much of the sales right now uh, are coming from the, the products and the hardware uh, for companies to uh, build out uh, the tank that they need to offer these services uh, versus the, the software and the cloud side that you pointed out? How much is the, the routers, the switches, and, and the cords and all that, and how much is coming from uh, the software that uh, folks subscribe to? Well, if, if you look at the market that we, we, we like to you know, spend time looking at what we call our service addressable market. I mean, a lot of people talk about the total addressable market, but you know, our, our SAM is about $23 billion. Uh, the broadband connectivity element, which is the products that actually connect service providers to the home is about 7 billion. Uh, what we call mobile and optical edge, which is, you know, the products that actually transport wireless and uh, traffic on the fixed network is about a $13 billion market. Uh, the cloud software piece, which is really exciting for us, uh, high margin reoccurring is a $3 billion market. So, you know, all in all about a $23 billion market that grows to about a $30 billion market over the next several years. Uh, we're a small niche player, uh, although there's, you know, the, the people that we compete with, you, you know, uh, you know, Nokia, Adtran, a company called Calix. Uh, we compete with Huawei uh, across some of the Asia regions. Uh, we do compete with some of the consumer-oriented uh, Wi-Fi companies, but uh, it's um, it's a market that's growing significantly, and, and we think we're in the very early innings of a seven to ten-year life cycle. Okay, uh, Charlie, we'll be uh, following along with the progress uh, on that front. Thanks for introducing us to the business, and uh, we'll dive into some more of the details on the next report. Uh, looking forward to having you come back. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you, Charlie Voice, the president and CEO at DZS, down on the year with the Nasdaq. About the same, a little bit better after a big year in 2021.